0: Welcome to The Next Thing smoking with Brian Rogers and Friends. At age 44, Brian Rogers, diagnosed with six life-threatening diseases, decided to heal himself with plant-based barbecue and foods. In six months, he lost 120 pounds and reversed all diseases with plant-based barbecue. Now he wants to share how he did it with you and introduce you to world-class experts that'll explain how it worked, how to lose weight, how to heal yourself, and how to make the most amazing plant-based barbecue and more. You're listening to The Next Thing smoking with Brian Rogers. Rogers and friends and now here's your host Brian Rogers
1: hey everyone it's Brian Rogers back with you and we are getting through this laying the groundwork for how plant-based barbecue was actually invented and how it led to me losing 120 pounds and reversing six life-threatening diseases in just six months if you've been listening to the previous episodes up to this point you'll know that I came to a crossroads. I was serving meat-based barbecue, Kansas City-style barbecue. I've served it to over thousands and thousands of people over the years. And there was one fateful event that really changed my life. And I found out three days before an event that was going to serve 500 people that half of the people in attendance were either vegan or plant-based. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to that because it's crazy how I decided instead of canceling the event, I was gonna do it. I was gonna do the event, and I spent three days creating a incredible. I thought it was incredible. At least you're gonna hear about if it was here in a moment. Whatever other people thought about it, plant-based vegan barbecue, Kansas City style, Memphis style, Texas style barbecue at that event. So here we go. The moment of truth arrived. My D-Day arrived. I pulled up to this really large venue. It was held in a theater in Boulder, Colorado. After decades of being in the barbecue business, for the very first time, I'd be serving up something that was new to me, and I dare say, pretty much every other person out there at the time. Plant-based barbecue and vegan barbecue? I was really ecstatic, actually. I was excited And I was so nervous. I had these giant barbecue, these giant barbecue butterflies in my stomach, literally. The event coordinator who booked my service and the same one who called me three days before the event was about to take place and said that half the people in attendance were either vegan or plant based. The same event coordinator who I should have been mad at, a lot of caterers would have been mad at this person, right? But I took it on as a challenge. But he met me outside the door and told me that there were even more people in attendance than usual since people knew I'd be catering the event and word had spread that I was doing this giant catered vegan barbecue meal in Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if you know anything about Boulder, Colorado, but it's kind of the epicenter of vegan, plant-based, a lot of, a lot of really incredible food brands are out of Boulder, Colorado, so Serving a vegan plant-based barbecue meal in Boulder, Colorado, that's a that was a big deal with a lot of pressure. It had never really been done before. But a lot of people were there and they had come to get their bellies full of my delicious Kansas City barbecue. I'm not even sure if a lot of them even knew that I was serving it vegan or plant-based, although word had started to spread. But a lot of people were showing up because they'd had my meat-based barbecue in the past at events I'd done at that same theater. And other places in Boulder and around Denver and in the mountains, they knew what they were getting. But as all of you know, and you've heard on the previous, I've won a lot of awards in barbecue. I'm confident. I'm 100% confident in my ability, barbecue abilities, my meat-based barbecue abilities. But my confidence from previous events and previous successes and previous competitions, previous catering events, it didn't carry over to this one. As I said, I've literally fed thousands of people over the years, whether through catering events, parties, my restaurant, or whatever. I just show up, I drop off the barbecue, because barbecue is one of those kind of casual things. You don't really do plate barbecue meals, at least not traditional plated barbecue meals. It's usually kind of buffet style. So I usually just show up, drop off my barbecue, and I take off because I usually serve it in those you know, either in either now recyclable like pans and dishes and stuff like that that they can either just throw away or recycle when they're done. I've never really worried about what the reviews would be because I knew they were going to like it. And I knew they were going to think my barbecue was amazing because I have enough history and I've served thousands of people. I know what people are going to say. Also, I've always been competitive, very competitive, Have you learned on the previous episodes. No matter what I get involved in, whether it's sports or business or monopoly or barbecue, I'm always eyeing the number one spot, and usually I land it most of the time. So I'm usually really, really confident in my skills, especially my barbecue skills. I have the awards and recognition to prove I do know my barbecue, inside and out, top down. But on this day, I was all nerves. It was a different ball game altogether. I'd never done plant-based barbecue on such a large scale before. And I really wanted to know what people thought about it. Like I was interested at this point. Like I said, I usually just show up and drop everything off and leave because I know people are going to like it. But I was basically putting myself out there on a scale that I had never really imagined. I mean, you also have to consider that it would be like an entirely different thing if I was a complete rookie with not a lot to lose. But my brand was kind of already established, particularly in meat-based barbecue. It was already established at the time. I mean, anything less than what people had come to know me and love my barbecue for, it it could be a complete disaster. I mean, the butterflies again in my stomach fluttered so hard and so fast. I mean, you'd think there was like a heavy metal concert going on in my stomach. So here I was serving some dishes that I'd only just created a few days ago and testing out on some friends and some family and some colleagues. For the first time, I'd be professionally, because I was being paid for this event, I'd be professionally serving pulled jackfruit, seitan brisket, tempeh ribs, smoked sweet potato burn-ins, smoked chickpeas, smoked tofu, plant-based coleslaw, Smoked non-GMO soy, which I christen chicken, C-H-I-K-N, capital N. Barbecue hummus. Yep, you read that right. Barbecue hummus. Plant-based pit beans, which I'd never done plant-based pit beans before in my life. If you're from Kansas City, you load it with Worcestershire sauce. You put high fructose corn syrup in your sauces. You put honey in it. You put brisket or pork or chicken or any other meat that you have laying around ham you put that in your beans that's how we do it in Kansas City that's how they do it in Memphis and Texas and Alabama and the Carolinas and every other hotbed for barbecue that's we don't do it plant based we don't do coleslaw plant based we throw mayonnaise in there man we throw we throw all kinds of different things in there we we don't we don't do vegan. We do. We put milk, milk milk-based mayonnaise and things like that in our coleslaw. We don't do a plant-based. There's all kinds of other dishes I serve, but those are the main things. I also went out on the edge and I serve three different sauces, which I just created days prior. There was an original version, a spicy version, and a peach version, which I use kind of this peach preserves with. Now, There was a huge crowd and they could love my food or they could hate it. This was a really large event and definitely way, there was definitely way more than 500 people there. They said 500 people, there was way more than 500 people there. Now, while it's out of character for me to do so, like I said, I hung around the food line because I really wanted to know what they thought. This was all so new to me and new to them as well. I'd been so worried about Um, that this would literally be it for me. My career or that I'd like get booed or laughed at for trying something either ridiculously brave or ridiculously stupid on such short notice. So I waited by the lines to get the verdict. I have to say it was one of the most incredible moments of my life. The buzz about the food picked up as people were, going through the lines even before they had began eating there were kind of kind of two camps of people that day those who couldn't believe it was really plant-based or vegan and were literally questioning it and those who weren't vegan or plant-based but they're like I'm down I just want to try these options because they're, they' they thought they looked amazing it was something different there's a lot of foodies um, that were at event that come to events like this and they really just like good food which is a cornerstone to plant-based barbecue, as we'll talk about later. Good food is good food. Good barbecue is good barbecue. It doesn't matter what the ingredient is. If you make good food, people will come, and they will come in droves to eat it. Now, Colorado, in general, is a foodie type of state. I consider Kansas City kind of foodie. It's really barbecue-specific. Memphis is barbecue-specific. Texas is a foodie state, but really barbecue and meat-related. But Colorado, in general is a very kind of food-type state, especially in Denver and Boulder. But I was quite surprised to find that I didn't really hear anything negative as people went through the line. And shortly, the atmosphere changed, and it changed suddenly. It was finally time for people to dig in. They got their plates, they got their silverware, they got their drinks, and they all kind of went and found their tables and their seats in this huge theater and there was over 500 people, and this was it. This was the ultimate moment of truth, ladies and gentlemen. When they started eating, it got so super quiet. Considering the huge amount of people that were present, it was so quiet. The atmosphere was so real. It was like this for a moment. Everybody couldn't believe what they were eating and how it tasted. I watched their faces light up as they took a bite. The look they got in their faces to me is priceless. It's worth million. It's worth more than the, the, the any amount of money I've ever sold company, either of my companies for, it was totally priceless. You can't buy this type of look on their faces. You could empty out all the bank vaults and safes in the world, and you still wouldn't be able to buy that moment in time. It was so quiet. Then it suddenly got loud, really, really loud. There were questions everywhere. Are you serious? This is vegan. Where'd this food come from? Who made this food? Can I get the recipes for this? Is there a cookbook around here? Who's the caterer? This hummus is to die for. Is this this bar? I've never had barbecue hummus before. Is this meat? No, wait. He didn't use meat. Oh my god! I need to get another one of those ribs. I mean, vegetable sticks, or I mean, whatever that thing is. I just want more of it. It's good. And on and on and on they went. It was ama- It was great. It was so fun. It was they 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 loved it. Everybody was so excited. Everybody wanted to know what it was made of, and they just couldn't believe that it was all plant based or vegan even those who were carnivores or meat eaters who eat meat on a regular basis, there were comments like, yeah, this tastes like ribs. And yeah, this does taste like pulled pork. Are you trying to tell me this isn't meat? They were confused because it said plant-based or vegan and it was barbecue, but it tasted amazing. That's how things really got rolling. Needless to say, it was a huge success One of my proudest moments ever. News about this catering event spread faster than melted vegan butter on toast. Yes, vegan butter does melt. Despite contrary belief, you can get vegan butter to melt at the right temperature. But the reviews and testimonials kept pouring in. I was getting email after email, so many of them, tons of them. I still have them to this day. They're still, I mean, I still get... To this day, I still get people posting on my social media, sending me emails about that event that was now several, you know, almost two years ago now. Word got around super fast, and literally two days later after that event, I got three new clients wanting me to cater plant-based barbecue-only events, like for Their companies, like their company, there was a company luncheon they wanted me to do. There was this company picnic that somebody was doing that wanted me to do it. In Boulder, word traveled so fast because there was a lot of of vegan-friendly and plant-based friendly people in Boulder and Denver, but they never really had vegan or plant-based barbecue, so word spread fast. Then, you know, I got those three clients literally the day after that event. Then I got a couple more, then a lot more. I mean, it was like the floodgates just burst wide open. I got tons of requests. I remember, I was a 300-pound meat eater at this time. They, they were asking me to serve my plant-based barbecue at events all over Colorado. Now, if I was going to keep doing this, I had to upgrade some things because I'd done this so fast. i created these recipes so quick that there were some things that that I felt could be improved upon because I'd eaten barbecue so many times. So I did, um, a lot of times I don't eat my own food when I do catering, but on this occasion I did and I made some notes and I continued to test and refine literally every aspect of this newly created plant-based barbecue menu and recipes that I'd created. I mean, my sauces and rubs and protein sources and mains and cooking techniques, they've all gotten an upgrade since that event. I'm not one to rest on my laurels. I mean, there's no end to the journey of perfection. To me, it's never going to be perfect. That's my philosophy. No matter what I do, I'm always learning and trying to make it better. My wife and I agree to this day, but this definitely was another God thing. What seemed like a total nightmare turned out to be an opportunity in disguise. This is why a lot of people say, maybe I've got lucky a few times over the year. Maybe this was the, the luck I was needing. Well, you're going to find out a little bit about how this led to my plant-based journey that I've been on. Again, at this point, I had had no, I was 300 pounds, still eating ribs and chicken and meat. And and I had a lot of diseases that I didn't know about yet that I was getting ready to find out about. But I knew I was 300 pounds, but I never backed down from a challenge. I mean, in my experience in business and in sports, barbecue, every other aspect of my life, really, I found that the only way to grow is to step up to the plate and consistently hit singles, doubles, triples, and occasionally you're going to hit the home runs. And you'd be surprised what outcomes you get. So not too long after that first ever plant-based barbecue event, the next turning point in my life happened. I mean, for decades, I'd been living the sedentary life, and it finally caught up to me. And on the next episode... I'm going to talk to you all about how this discovery of plant-based barbecue and how a trip to my doctor, because I had to change insurances, led to me being diagnosed with six life-threatening diseases, being not just called, but classified as morbidly obese, and being told that if I don't make some changes, I could die. I was on cloud nine. My catering business, my barbecue business was going incredibly well. And now I had to go to the doctor. And on the next episode, we're going to get into exactly what happened, what diseases I was diagnosed with, how I overcame those diseases, how I went on to lose 120 pounds and reverse six life-threatening diseases and a lot of other annoying diseases that aren't fun to talk about in just six months and how I went on to serve plant-based to thousands plant-based barbecue to thousands more people. Guys, I hope you're enjoying this journey. We're almost there. Now we're going to get into the not so fun part of it, which is learning about the disease, all the diseases that my body attracted from living a sedentary, slow and low lifestyle, from sitting in front of a computer, not exercising, not exercising, Eating pretty much a carnivore type diet, eating meat, also eating other things that I shouldn't like, sugar and like carbs. But how I made, how I was forced with the decision. And that decision was I need to either make a change and I'll talk to you all about the different choices that I had or I was going to die. It's not fun to talk about. This next chapter is not fun to talk about. All the things we've talked about up to this point, the baseball and me falling in love and all this stuff. I'm glad you bared with me and listened because it's all a huge part as you're going to find out of how I was able to overcome the disease and lose the weight and how I'm, why I'm spreading this message. Now, all of it's important. And in your life, if you need to make a change, if you have disease or you're extremely overweight, or there's things you need to change. All the things you've done in your life are going to become important. It's going to become clear to you why all the things you've done in your life are leading up to the point of that change and how you can not ignore the things that happened in the past, but embrace them to help them, to help build up that story to where it's time to write a new chapter. Because all the chapters matter. You lived them. You've come to this point in your life; it's time to write a new chapter. And in the next episode, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. I, I'm just going to tell you right now that it, it's a very, it's going to be a very hard episode for me to record, and it might get emotional because I never, in my entire, I never dream that I would be diagnosed with some of the diseases i was diagnosed with and i never dreamed that i would weigh in at 300 pounds but on the next episode we're going to talk all about that thanks so much everybody i love you thanks for please leave a review for me if you're enjoying this podcast i'll see you on the next episode everybody take care make it a great day
0: for listening to the next thing smoking with brian rogers and friends we hope you've learned something significant today we will try to bring you consequential and fun listening every show please remember to subscribe to this podcast and our newsletter on brianrogers.com plant-based barbecue and more is the way to healthy eating and lifestyle learn ways to implement these principles and skills from the expert who's been through it all brian rogers thank you for listening signing off from colorado